Welcome to See Your Strength, where we share stories and discuss ideas of resiliency, self-compassion, and hope. Maybe you're having a bad day. Maybe you are crushing your life. Either way, we are all in this journey together. So gather round and prepare to be inspired and lifted higher with me, your host, Amber Murray, and special guests. Welcome, everybody, to our next edition of See Your Strength radio show. I'm here today on this glorious Wednesday in St. George, Utah, where it looks like we might actually have snow. It's a super rare thing for us here. I know some of you out there listening on the podcast or the replays get snow all the time. Here, we're talking about our whole city, our whole city shutting down this week because we don't know how to handle snow. We don't have snow plows. So everybody's been stocking up on water and toilet paper and all that good stuff. <laughs> this week, I'm excited to bring to you today Justin Keat. He's the principal over at Desert Hills High School. And we're just going to be talking like we normally do, all things self, uh, self-compassion, resiliency, hope, hearing our personal stories, hearing how we deal with other things, all that good stuff, because it's my belief, and I think a lot of you out there, that when we share these stories of empowerment, we realize that we all have a shared humanity amongst us, that we all go through hard times, and we are definitely acknowledging right now, I know um, I see it everywhere, I'm sure you do too, that mental health illness is real, keeping your mental health strong is a good thing, but we aren't always talking about the ways that we find our own personal way to navigate that. And so by sharing these stories and by talking about the different environments that our mental health is happening in, I hope that we're able to learn lessons from each other and figure out ways that maybe inspire ourselves and inspire others. When our friends reach out, we say, hey, you know, I remember I saw something similar or somebody had something like that going on. So today, I'm very excited. Welcome, Justin. Thank Thank you for coming. (laughs) Thanks. I'm excited to be here with you. Appreciate the opportunity. Oh, yeah. I'm so glad you took time out of your busy school day to come talk to us. Um, So, Justin and I met about a year and a half ago, two years ago, something like that, and instantly connected on the whole mental health area. His school is a school here in St. George that is really, uh, in my opinion, pioneering wellness and mental health for for the community which is fantastic and so needed so it was a no-brainer for me to reach out to justin and say hey come on on and let's talk about some of this stuff yeah awesome i appreciate it thank you for the chance to be here too and it was it was really like you said when we were able to meet and saw what you were doing with see your strength um it just was you know the right anything positive for these kids and to have those positive, you know, inspirational decals that you do in the bathrooms and the uh, coupled with the suicide, you know, hotline there, that's just, that's that's so important. So anything good helping kids is is something good helping kids. So I love it. It's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. So let's get down. We only have about, oh, 25 minutes or so. Okay. So I, I want to get down <clears throat> into the nitty gritty. Um, and I want to kind of ask you what, First of all, I know I normally have guests on and we talk more about a personal area, which we'll get to some of that in mm-hmm. a bit. But I want to know what's happening in the schools. I've seen it for myself, but I want my listeners to kind of understand maybe a little bit more what's happening in the schools. And then we can talk about some things that maybe parents can do or places for that sure. educators can look. So what is going awesome. on? <laughs> yeah, well, like you, you know, like you, you might know, um, you know, I've been in education for 16 years. Uh, I taught for eight years. 
and I've been an administrator here for eight years now too. And, um, you know, when I first started in administration, even eight years ago, um, would get the occasional student who would come in and, and was really struggling with uh, depression, anxiety, or having, you know, suicidal thoughts or had some real struggles with, with dealing with suicide and some of these mental health issues. And, and honestly, it was, uh, you know, maybe a monthly thing or, you know, here or there, you know, five or six kids a year. And, and this is something now that uh, as recently we deal with almost, almost every day. Um, you know, and it's just really, it's really scary how, how much this is on the rise, but, um, you know, there's at least, at least two or three a week, you know, at a school of, of our size, almost 1600 students, um, something mental health, depression, anxiety, suicide, it's, it's, it's happening all the time. And it's, it's something that schools, uh, have to pay attention to and have to address and schools, you know, I saw myself in my job being very reactive to this stuff and, uh, you know, and after several years of that, I was, I was just super unsettled with that. I would go home and it would just really eat at me a little bit and I'd, I have to do more. I've got to figure out. So I started, you know, talking to friends that I have that are professional counselors, you know, what, what are you doing? You know, I just sit here across from students at my school and a lot of times they're there with their parents and they're just struggling and they, and they want answers and, and what do we do and how can you, how can you help my student here? And, and, uh, you know, this seems to all come to a head often at the schools, whether it's because that's where their friends are or that's where things are just, you know, coming coming out. And um, I just got tired of being reactive to this and thought, okay, I don't accept that. Schools need to just be reactive and, and move that along. Uh, I want to do more. I want to do something proactive. So, you know, we've been able to pilot and start a lot of neat things and actually just turned our community here, found a lot of cool things that are happening right here in our community that we've been able to partner with people on and try some real proactive, cool things that are reaching kids and that resonate with kids on some level. Um, and, and, and the things that we're trying uh, are really helping and families appreciate that and some things that we're doing. Uh, it just, it, it's fun to see that, um, you know, that really work with kids. And I feel like this is stuff that will, not to discount education at all, or whatever, that's super important, you know, getting them graduated and onto the next level. But these are life skills. This is stuff you're going to struggle. You're going to have hard times. You're going to have obstacles in your life. And being, being able to get through those and learn some, you know, resiliency skills and some coping skills. Um, schools, schools can do more and, and we're committed to do more and want to do more. So, uh, that's kind of, kind of a lot of what has been my focus, especially the last few years is how can we, how can we really jump in and do more and not accept, um, just being reactive to, to mental health struggles with our students? Cause we're seeing them just so, so much on the rise, unfortunately. So, and it seems like it's a struggle to, deal with the mental health struggle. Yeah. Right? And yeah. so, so, you know, you have to look at this through two different lenses. You have your professional lens and then you yep. have your personal lens. And Absolutely. so let's talk for a minute about that professional lens. Kay. So I know you, like I say, personally, and I know that congratulations, you became principal this year. Last yeah, year you were vice you. principal. <laughs> so, so with, with great responsibility, you know, <laughs> all of yep. that stuff. And you had to step into a role that maybe carries a little bit more of the, the shoulders, a little bit more of the burden for your students sure. in that capacity. So talk to me about these programs or this, these, these things that you are finding to do in your school. Right. What, what exactly are you finding success with? What are you finding failure with? 
Right, and that's good. And you know, I don't see, failure to me is just uh, you know you 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 win or you learn. So yes. there's just no there's no failure there, especially when it comes to trying positive things with kids. You you get it right and you help or you learn something and you and you adjust and make it work. Um, but but do something. So um, that's what we're doing. You know, at Desert Hills, we're gonna. Our plan is we're we're doing stuff. We're we're getting things done. We're gonna do what we can do, and if it works, great. And if not, we lesson learned. We're gonna recalibrate. We're gonna look at lessons learned and move forward, doing something better, something different. And everything we love that feedback too. So I appreciate that. Some of the things we've done. Um, you know, we started. Uh, I first got when I was first there as assistant principal was put in charge of. Uh, the restitution program, and that may strike a chord with all <laughs> all children somewhere. Of when you're missing school or you have restitution, it's kind of forced study hall, and they would pay five dollars, and they would try to uh, fix this no grade that was on their grades. And and I saw these kids sitting there, and I thought, man, some of these kids are just some. I saw all kinds of kids sitting there. Is what bothered me. I had Sterling Scholar kids sitting there, 4.0 students sitting there, mm-hmm. and then some of the most at-risk kids in the school that we were really concerned about sitting there in the study hall. And I thought, what are we doing here? You know, there's got to be something better than this. They're sitting here. I even asked the lady who was in charge of it, the teacher we had in charge of it at the time. I said, do we own the movie Rudy in this school? Because go go get that and at least put that on so I can feel a little bit better about uh, inspiring these kids to do something better here. And and so I started looking around in the community a little bit, knowing that there's there's just has to be more to do for these kids. Here they are, a captive audience, and we can we can talk to these kids and we can inspire them and we can, uh, we can do more here than just sit and work on something, you know? And, it, and so got with, um, Jack Rolf, who's the CEO of the school of life foundation. And he had a cool curriculum that he was working with kids, uh, different youth groups and was using it in juvenile justice, you know, here and there. And he was, he was from Vegas and had written a book, um, called the straight A's, uh, of life, I believe. And they talked about getting straight A's in life, things like being able to adapt and appreciation, uh, associate, yeah, the, the, yeah. The, and these life skills. And so we we partnered up with him and started doing this as an after-school class. Um, but first we offered it in instead of restitution, we're gonna we had to kind of sweeten the pot. So we're like, look, we'll we'll double your hours if you'll go to this instead, and you don't have to pay anything to go. And, and so it was a no-brainer for kids to go. And what we were trying to do is just say, let's go invest in you and let's teach you, let's build a better kid here. And, and we found that every kid going through that course over time was, we had some of the top kids in the school go into this class and they still learned and loved it and said, that class changed my life. Um, some of our student body presidents and top leadership kids and then kids that really struggled, uh, you know, this stuff resonated with them. They were teaching gratitude goal setting, life skills. And I was like, yes, this is stuff that is lasting here. This is stuff changing lives. This is stuff that matters, that's going to move through. We've got to teach these kids to problem solve and be productive. Um, you know, we don't know what the economy is going to look like in, in next week or in five years or in, you know, when kindergartners, you know, right now in 2019 graduate, you know, it, what's the economy, what jobs are they going to do? We don't know. So what we can teach them in education is we can teach them Really, we need to be focusing uh, not just the education and the academics. That's important. That's important to get them, you know, prepared for college or career if they choose that, but also those life skills that we're teaching them and those uh, resiliency and coping skills are huge. So, you know, those things last. Those things you you deal with as an adult still too. So 
Um, we had a lot of success right out the gate, as you can imagine, with that and, and saw we actually tracked their GPAs before and after. And this is a class where they didn't even talk about school. Their, most of the kids, their GPAs were going up. 94% of the kids reported being happier. And we're in our ninth year now doing that. And it's actually spread. Uh, it's currently in 13 different schools. Uh, in nine different, uh, eight or nine different districts across the state. Um, went into every high school here in Washington County and Iron County oh, wow. and saw a lot of success with that because it resonated with kids on some level saying, hey, we're going to invest in you and send you to some cool life skills training instead of just sit there and, you know, play on your phone or do homework or right. whatever. So, so when, when um, I'm curious about this, uh, you had showed me... I think it's the manual, the book, the curriculum mm -hmm. at yeah. one point, and I kind of browsed through it. But my biggest question is, now that you've sat in on these classes and gone through it, what have you gained? Like, what, yeah. how does it impact you? Because I, I really believe a lot of what we do, we do for others, but Absolutely. it also indirectly impacts us and helps boost us. So as an adult, yeah. it, did you find value for yourself? And uh, not just that program, but in everything you're doing. Yeah. Absolutely. No, I actually went through the program as a student does. Um, you know, I'd, I'd been there and started the program, but, you know, it was clear that I need to do this. And, and we actually ask all the, the schools that do this, the administrators go through the program so they know what the kids are going through. So going through that program really, uh, you know, it helped me have a focus. You, you really, through that program, learn what your story is. And, and it was it's cool with kids to be able to open up and kind of talk. And it's very, um, one thing that's a that's a common theme in that school of life classes in my, this is a Brene Brown thing, I believe is in my vulnerability lies my strength. Yay. So yeah, yes. absolutely. <laughs> so, so these kids open up and I would look at these kids, you know, I'm dealing with them for different behavior things. And, and once I heard their story, I'm like, man, I see these kids through a whole different lens and how can I, how can I work with you? I had no idea that was your story or those things were going on, you know. And the cool thing is, is the, the mix of kids we put in that class, it's like I said, some student leadership kids because it is a leadership life skills class. So we're always mixing some of our, you know, student leadership kids in there because it's good training for them. And, and these kids that are just struggling, you know, we had a, one of our first students had been at a couple different high schools and was going to drop out, was not going to make it. We put him through this class and it literally lit a fire underneath this kid. And he asked to go back and do the class again. And he was able to graduate. And he is now an elementary school teacher right here in this town, a reading specialist working with kids who wasn't even going to graduate and had no desire to, to teach or do that. It really inspired him. Um, so it's, it was good things were happening and that kind of started me down the road of like, Hey, like behavior, behavior and life skills, things really matter with kids uh, at all ages, but especially here at the high school. And they're really helping with some of their struggles when we find ways to do things better, when we find a proactive and positive approach to some of these things, but also realizing, you know, that starts with me, starts with us. Right. Um, and so as a principal, you know, I worry about the, you know, 110 adults in the building, staff that I have too, taking care of those people, um, finding ways to show, you know, appreciation, taking care of myself. You know, it's a stressful job. So going through that class was awesome because it had, I was able with the students to step back and, and assess what am I grateful for? Right. And, you know, part of the homework is, you know, things that they'll do or, for example, write a thank you note to somebody, you know, do do that every day, guys out there. You know, if you're in a school, find someone, write a thank you note to someone every day. Do that before 10 o'clock every single day and see how it changes your life. Um, you know, 
sit back when you're feeling down on yourself or whatever and think about the things that you're really grateful for. Even if it boils down to I'm grateful to be breathing, right. you know, or whatever. That's that's something. And so for me going through the class was very a very positive experience. It helped me see uh, the kids in a different light and kind of look at, you know, what's my story here and right. and the importance of of taking time for you taking time for self-care and, um, you know, as you, as you sit and think about, you know, what you're doing and how you can do things better, um, you really have to, you really have to take time to sharpen your saw too, if you're going to be effective. That's very true. So, so that's a perfect segue to my next sort of where I want to go with you, which is we can't always reach everybody. Yeah. And some days are really hard days and they're really hard you know, they, they kind of trample your soul in a way sometimes. Yeah. Uh, sometimes it's personal things at home. Sometimes it's family. Sometimes it's work. And in mm-hmm. this case, with your job, when you have those times where you can't reach everybody, when um, you're, you're trying your best and it feels like, am I even making a difference? Am I, I'm climbing this mountain and the mountain just seems to keep getting taller and taller and taller in front of me. Yeah. What, first of all, do you have those? I shouldn't just assume. <laughs> Do no, absolutely. you have those days? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. So, yeah, that comes with it. And so, you know, back to, you know, that self, you know, I hope I'm not jumping around too much, but that that my fundamentals have to be in place. I wrote on my whiteboard in my office, um, energy, family, service, right? So I have to keep my energy up or I am no good to my family and service is the people that I serve, my job, my school, uh, the teachers there, the students there. Like I cannot, I cannot serve them with my best self if I don't have that energy. And that's number one. And, and you, some days you kind of feel like that's a selfish thing a little bit. Like you just want right. to grind and get things done or whatever. But like my fundamentals, eating, moving, sleeping, I got to make sure I'm, you know, been trying to get, get better at this, but get up earlier, you know, get up early, exercise, you know, that I'm eating and trying to sleep well. And so that I'm sharp you know, for the next day that I can be there to, to try to reach as many people as I can. So, because there are those days and they happen a lot because we're human beings exactly, and they happen a lot where you go home and go, did I, did I do something good today? Or did I just sign a whole bunch of papers and, uh, you know, make, make some decisions and talk to a lot of people, you know, or whatever. But, but doing what you can do, uh, the cool thing is, is the powers in the little things. I feel like the, the smile that you give to the kid that day, that may have been enough, you know, for that kid or, you know, doing what I can do to help a teacher out. So might not have got anything done that I wanted to do or needed to get done. Um, but being able to spend five minutes and talking with someone that, that needed a listening ear for a minute. And, um, you know, being a high school principal, people want uh, your time is, is, People always want a few minutes of your time. If I had a dollar for every time someone said, you know, if you just got a quick minute here or whatever, like, yeah, you got it. But 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 they need that, though. That's so important. Right. So I've got to keep my energy up that I'm doing the things that I, so I can be ready, a good listener, um, and that my saw is sharp. So I'm I'm ready to go in those moments when people need, so need to me. So keep, to keep your energy up... Um what does that look like for you? Do you Netflix yeah. binge? I mean, do you sleep yeah. in one day? What, what is keep your energy up? Because uh, we can't always, energy I, up, you know, we have this idea yeah. that energy needs to be at 110 all the time. No. That's where I need to be. Um, 
And so are you lenient with yourself that way? Do you think yeah. like my 20% energy today is me keeping my yeah. energy up? Or how, how do you frame that for It's, yourself? You know what? You have to make time for that. So my mornings are pretty, pretty, pretty sacred. So some mornings I'm sleeping a little bit and that's what I need. Most mornings I'm getting up early. And, uh, you know, trying to get after, get after some kind of exercise or something or, uh, you know, started journaling a little bit more this year and doing some, um, you know, maybe a little bit of some meditation and, and thinking about what's, uh, you know, what's important and what I want to accomplish that day. Um, that those days go better, you know, and life gets the best of me. And, you know, I'll admit that Netflix will suck me in, you know, here and there, like it does all of us. And Amen. Cause, Amen. cause you need that, right. You come home and you just want to veg a little bit, right. And not think, you know, mm-hmm. and, or have to make a decision or whatever. And, and that's, and if you need to take time for that, that's okay. Sometimes that's yeah. okay. But practicing good, you know, self-care, um, you know, trying to get up because my mornings, nobody, if I get up before everyone else and can exercise, but nobody can take that back from me at that point. You know, right. that's, that's done. It sets my day off. Right. And, you know, I'm feeling good and I'm, and I'm ready to go because it's a high, you know, a high energy job and, and a lot of demand there. But that again, back to that energy, you know, I've got to do, and sometimes that is unplugging and just, you know, go home. That time is pretty sacred when I can go home and, and be with my family and just unplug a little bit. Cause you know, educa- any educator knows, you know, and I know I'm talking to, you know, school people out there a little bit. This is a, this is not a job where you punch the clock. This is, this is really a lifestyle. So you think about it all the time and you go home and worry about people. And, you know, I've been the teacher that's correcting papers at 10 o'clock at night and, and, and doing things because kids matter and you're going to do what you got to do um, to be there for your kids and help them. So as a principal here, we're just about wrapping it up, but as a principal, speaking to all of the principal listeners out there, I have a lot of principals who will be listening yeah. to this. What is the advice you would give them in the best way to support their faculty, their admin, their staff? You know, we talked about the students a bit, but for sure. But in that leadership role, what are some things they could be doing to better the mental health of their staff? Yeah. Really? That's a great, that's a great idea. And I think a lot of times we put a lot of focus on kids too. And we have to remember the the adults in our building are just as vulnerable. They're human beings who struggle too. So I think finding ways um, for them to be able to take breaks, finding ways for them to, to do anything to pro- treat them like gold, they're gold. They're the ones taking care of the kids in the building. I don't have a class of kids that I'm standing in front of every day. You know, I don't see 120, 150 kids a day like they do. So, but if, if morale's high with them and I can thank them any chance I get, find ways to treat them like gold, find ways for them to, you know, take some breaks. I've gone in, you know, to teachers before and said, you know, let me, let me, let me take your class this time. And I want you just to go, go disappear somewhere in the school and correct papers. Or if you need to, you know, if you need to go home and and do that, whatever. And that's fun. That's good for me, you know, here and there are little things you can do any little thing, uh, you know, a kind word or, um, really investing in them, finding ways to invest in them. Um, at our school, we're trying to kind of upgrade the faculty lounge too to make the furniture comfortable and have some, you know, water there and, and just, you know, take a break and relax a little bit and 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 reset um, and trying to find some actually uh, been researching little fun, you know, fidget toys and little things like that. Kids think these are cool, but you... you Put in front of adults and, and they'll like right. that, you know, little Buddha boards or coloring books or things like that. You'd be surprised how uh, self-soothing things like that may be. 
Uh, I actually bought some of those. Uh, I haven't put them out there yet, so this may be the spoiler alert, but putting some little, uh, those foot massagers are going in my faculty lounge nice. next year. And I've got some donated furniture. I went out to the community and said, I don't have, you know, a big budget for this. Can you? And they were so happy to donate that to help teachers. You know, take a break. You do so much for kids. So, and, and helping them, you know, any way to help keep their energy up uh, is going to translate into good things for students of the school too, for sure. So I like that. And, and a focus on, for me, a big thing is keep hope in the equation all the time too. Um, you know, with teachers, with students, um, a big focus on, on hope. Um, things, and I, I define that as, as things can, can and will get better. So the future can be better. You may be having a crappy day today, but it'll get better tomorrow and it'll be okay. Maybe even later tonight. And if you have a couple of bad days together, that's okay. Um, but if you can keep hope in the equation, some of the stuff we're talking about with mental health with students, um, then there is amazing sustaining power and getting through hard things. If, if there's still a little bit of hope there. Same with teachers. Um, that doesn't, that's no different because I'm, you know, 41 to a, or 15 years old. You know, if there's some hope and things will get better, and that's always part of what we do, no matter what's going on, um, we are going to find a way to, to get through. And, the, and I've heard this before, and I love this, so that your better self is right on the other side of your challenges, your obstacles. And so being able to get through those uh, with hope, with a positive attitude, um, you know, is, is really going to, is just going to make a better you. Well, I love, I love that. I love the hope aspect and I love that you're creating an environment that cares so that people can focus on self-care. Yeah. I think that's very palpable to school. People feel that the adults and the students. So yeah. that's important. And that's really what leadership at a school does is keeping that culture and feel at a school, uh, where it's, where people know, Hey, this is people care that I do well here. People care about me. So trying some of those things that we talked about, keeps the culture at, at that level at the school where it's, you know, they're, they're going to work with me. They're going to, they care. They, they'd rather I, you know, I do this class on life skills than just sit in a restitution class or whatever. Right. Um, kids really appreciate that. And, and it shows hope when you're able to have an open communication line, when you're able to provide yep. an environment, when you're able to provide maybe other paths for the students yep. versus the restitution because they realize that not only will this moment pass, yeah. but there's somebody who cares and wants to help me through this hard time. Yeah. So it's a great way to show that. Um, we It went by so fast. Wow, it always I can't right. believe that. I know. Yeah, I was <laughs> nervous about time and then I could talk for another hour. It goes by so fast. It always does. A big <laughs> thank, thank you, you so for much. coming on. And to everybody else, you'll be able to catch this on Facebook at Radio St. George Facebook page or on the See Your Strength radio page. It will also be on the See Your Strength podcast here in about a couple days. So be checking for links on that on all of the See Your Strength social media. Thank you for tuning in. And once again, just if you're in need of help, remember to reach out. And maybe you found something in today that you could take a little piece of self-inspiration from like journaling in the morning, getting up in the morning. That's my weakness. And I think I'm going to make it a goal this week to <laughs> take a page out of Justin's playbook and spend a little time in the mo morning focusing on myself. So thank you, everybody. I hope that you have the best week. And to all of us in St. Thanks, George, Amber. make sure you have water for this two inches of snow that's coming. <laughs> <laughs> have a great one, everybody. Thank you. Thank you.